Hello, and welcome to episode 10 of The Roadmap, the podcast dedicated to best practices in the auto lending industry. This is produced by the Center for Auto Finance Excellence and generously supported by Pfizer. Today, we have something a little different from usual. The Roadmap focuses on auto lending, but today we have Maurice Salter, the president and chief executive of Power Sport Lender Motolease, joining us, as well as Emery Usser, the managing partner and chief operating officer of Motolease. We're hoping they can provide some insights into how the power sport industry can actually help the auto lending industry. All right, great. Well, thank you guys for joining us today on the roadmap. Of course, we don't always have power sports lenders uh, talking with us, so it's good to occasionally get that overlap. And how are you guys doing today? We're doing fabulously, and we really appreciate the time with you and the great questions that uh, you're about to ask us. Great, thank you. So, um, like I just mentioned, you know, we don't always have power sports players, uh, you know, talk to us here on the roadmap. But every time the power sports finance connects with Moto Lisa, there's always something new, always something innovative happening. I'm interested in understanding, you know, how Moto Lisa is, is capable of innovating the way it does business. You know, what is that ethos that your company has that you think lends itself well to innovation? Well, it's a great question. I think we founded the company based on innovation because leasing itself was not a very important part of the motorcycle power sport financing process, not like it is, for example, in auto, where a high percentage, if not the majority of people, uh, uh, lease uh, automobiles. It wasn't that case in motorcycles and power sports. And we felt that we could bring new uh, technology and opportunities to the system, to the whole financing culture in motorcycles. Uh, we have a lot of capability in doing that because we came from a consumer finance mo- uh, environment that included a lot of technology. We were the first in this area to use, uh, for example, e-signatures and things of that nature. Uh, I know it seems like we have an idea a minute here, and we probably do, but it's really more methodical than that. We have a long-range plan of innovation, technology, and how we uh, advance the whole finance process in power sports, and we roll it out in a very uh, studied and definitive way. So it's not just spontaneous throwing technology out at the industry, but rather interfacing what we do with technical support to make it a better experience for the dealer and for the consumer. And what do you think the auto lending business could learn from a power sport lender like yourself? Uh, I think there's often this idea that power sports is so small and sort of behind on the times uh, that automotive, you know, can't really learn anything. Well, we think that automobile financing overall is certainly ahead of where power sports overall uh, is today. However, uh, with what we've done, we brought a, uh, advanced models, we said the industry, uh, with the goal to shorten the process of uh, acquiring a vehicle and making it a better process for the dealer and for the consumer, as I said. Uh, in so doing, uh, technology leads the way, and it's led the way. Actually, there's more technology available, in our opinion, to a power sport consumer than there is to an auto consumer. And you can tell. Uh, go out today and try to finance a vehicle at a dealership and see how long that takes the average person, and then take a look at our experience and time with our average uh, lessee, 
and you'll find most people can get out of the dealership in about an hour with motor lease if they pre-apply and if they bring the documents they need to the uh, 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 purchase process. Uh, I don't see very many people getting out of a purchase of an automobile in that period of time. So I think there's lessons learned both ways. We're certainly, uh, our goal is to give that experience to everybody. So uh, that's one way. And we think also uh, the fact that uh, the uh, uh, ongoing opportunities within what we're going to be releasing in the power sports will add further innovation to that. Right. And I also understand that MotoLease reconfigured its leasing program back in March to sort of uh, replace or reconfigure the existing programs in an effort to sort of simplify the finance structure for your dealer network. Could you tell me about, you know, what prompted this change and how do you think it has affected your relationship with uh, dealers and what they're saying about it? Well, our goal was to make sure that we simplify the process for dealers and for lessees. And we've held dealer conferences, as you know, because you attended one, uh, to help them and listen to them. We don't want to build things that we think are great. We want to build things collaboratively with the dealers and with our customers. And uh, we have over a 1,000 dealers in our network. Uh, so our constant effort is to strive to make things more effective for them, quicker and easier and better. Uh, we also, because it's everything we do is technology-based, uh, we want to make sure that uh, we still preserve human contact and customer services, the cornerstones. Furthermore, I think that the decisioning of making smart decisions as a company is enhanced by this process, and we strive to do that, too. So we're making better credit decisions uh, more inclusively in terms of qualifying borrowers and doing it in, in, in new ways, not just the based on, for example, a FICO score alone. The FICO score in our credit system has a very small percentage of the total decision-making involved in it. Right, and you guys have also uh, started looking into using machine learning and alternative data for your internal credit forecasting model. Is that correct? Um, I'd be interested in understanding what made you want to explore this technology. Uh, sure. Uh, well, uh, we we started with a FICO-based model originally, and then we'll see a more sophisticated. As we originated more leases, and as we got more uh, experience with uh, servicing uh, our portfolio uh, internally, we got more sophisticated with our internal uh, scoring system, and. Uh, using the uh, artificial intelligence gives us the flexibility to adapt based on uh, what you see from the performance of the portfolio. So it's for us, it's a moving target. There isn't one fixed um, uh, underwriting criteria or verification criteria, but it's more of a moving target. And uh, AI helps you to adapt based on what you see on the historic performance and uh, hopefully uh, revise accordingly to make it better for the future originations. Uh, we have an internal team uh, in our uh, credit department, uh, and we have uh, uh, four uh, financial engineers who had a lot of uh, AI experience um, uh, using uh, 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 dedicated software solutions for this. And 
their primary job is uh, uh, re reviewing and, and analyzing uh, the uh, portfolio data and, as I said, make the enhancements uh, accordingly. So we are uh, very proud of that, actually. Artificial intelligence is a, is a widely used term today because everybody strives to do it. And the reality is that it doesn't exist per se. It's not totally uh, uh, able to make decisions independent of any human interaction. Uh, and yet it is advancing in terms of what its capacities are. Uh, you know, IBM has its Watson, Watson's, yes, machine learning and artificial intelligence, but it still is based on qualitative decision-making standing behind it. So it's a work in progress. We think we'll get there eventually, and the goal is to have every single individual have an independent credit decision based on that person's behavior, not on some standards that held up, are held up against it. Right, and you also mentioned that you guys are doing this in-house. I'd be interested in understanding why you opted for that route rather than utilizing a, a third-party provider. Well, we have we've had a long background for decades in technology. We've built programs for major banks. We've done things with technology that we're proud of, and we brought technology to everything we've done. And we feel we have a really core team of qualified people who've been around this a long time, understand the marketplace, which is really important because outsourcing the people that don't understand the industry really doesn't help you as much as having people who do and are in it. Uh, the other thing is that we have spent a lot of time and resources on uh, our analytics and we hire really top people who are uh, basically financial engineers who look at data all the time and we feel that working with us and understanding that through our eyes is better than trying to outsource it to people that really don't have, I mean, they may have technical abilities, but our people have technical abilities and industry knowledge be, that goes behind it too. And just to add to what Maurice said, even though our team is leading the efforts in-house, we are still uh, collaborating with external teams. Uh, last year, we had a very large project with TransUnion, a team from TransUnion, which took like eight months to analyze the data. So we uh, collaborate and work together with teams like TransUnion very closely, uh, but still lead the process uh, in-house uh, uh, using our uh, risk department. Sure, and you know what else is Modalis working on right now that you guys can share? I'm curious to know. Um, you mentioned earlier that you have uh, used Motorcycle.com website that you're launching out. Yeah, we're very proud of that. We spent uh, pretty much the last year putting that together. It is exactly that website. Uh, our uh, official launch of it uh, will be approximately June 1st, probably a little earlier, but we're saying June 1 of this year. Uh, it's a site that will house at least 40,000 motorcycles as of today and grow from that to give a centralized resource for all the dealers and all the consumers that come to find a motorcycle, a singular place to go to get all that, as opposed to going to each dealer's website or another website it all houses, is housed with us. It's a free service we provide to our dealers so they can put their inventory in it. Uh, and then we source it through a variety of other ways to get bikes in, in, on the site and consumers can come there. Not only can they pick a vehicle that they want, but we can process all of the financing in advance. 
So by the time they get to the dealer, they're pre-approved. They have everything they need. They can literally go in, pick up the bike, and drive it home. Or if they, one of the things that it will do that's really innovative, if a buyer is on uh, the West Coast and buys a bike on the East Coast, uh, we can arrange for that bike to be shipped to them. And our dealer network is very adept now at doing it. And just to add to that, uh, 70 to 80% of the uh, motorcycle shoppers are uh, uh, planning on uh, financing it one way or another, either using a loan or a lease program. And uh, uh, what is unique about usedmotorcycles.com uh, is that it will be a marketplace uh, for the dealers to uh, show all their inventory, uh, but the uh, con uh, the consumers will be able to shop not only on a price level, but also estimated monthly cost level, and they will be able to instantly get pre-approved for uh, whichever vehicle they're interested in on the spot and filter the listings based on their monthly budget. So it is more than just a marketplace for classifieds, but uh, as uh, having the financing component a, a seamless uh, a part of the process. Right. I, I'd also would like to hear about, you know, you have all of these projects that are in the pipeline or, you know, you've released several things over the past few months um, that are very innovative. So I'd be interested in understanding when it comes to managing risk, um, you know, how you try to do that while growing the portfolio and still keeping your competitive edge. That's, that's a great question, and risk is a, a, a very, very core part of what we do. Managing that uh, has always been important and, we, and, and part of the design of what we've released. And we've done this all along the way. We've always had innovative things we brought to the system, uh, but we've managed to find ways to identify the right lessees for us, the right consumers. Uh, so not everyone's going to qualify. Uh, but we want to make good credit decisions that basically, as a company, obviously we want to grow it. We also want to make sure that uh, we have the right customers uh, and our processes now allow this. For example, it's very possible with our Motorlease credit scoring system that somebody with a higher FICO score could actually uh, receive different terms than someone with a lower one if their credit profile in our system warrants it. So it's, that's why I said it wasn't 100% FICO-based, not even close to that. Uh, but uh, it also means that we eliminate certain uh, uh, buyers, unfortunately, who we know in advance are likely to default on their lease. Uh, and unfortunately, we just can't lease to everybody. So uh, we try to find ways to, cons you know, we're, we're a full credit spectrum company. We, we lease at all levels of credit. And obviously, people at the lowest credit tiers uh, have the highest propensity to default, and we try to spend a lot of time refining and making sure that we lease to the right lessees in that in that spectrum as well. Right, and you, uh, I'm also would like to know about you know how you prioritize all of these projects. How do you make sure that you know, there isn't too much going on, um, you know, at, at Motolis. Well, we have a, we have a team. Uh, they, they consist of our, obviously, our management, our financial people, our analysts, our technology people, 
our team leaders in operations, servicing, et cetera. Uh, and we collaboratively meet on all these projects to make sure that there's uh, a strong imp implementation program. We have project managers that come in to oversee that so that we don't overload our systems to constantly release things. I mean, it sounds like we do a lot and we do, but a lot of it is just research. As far as what we actually release, there's probably two or three major releases a year. So it's not like we're releasing something every day. We'll enhance and refine things. But as far as innovative new things, uh, it's very methodical and it's done according to a timetable with appropriate testing and uh, development time uh, to get things done. And another advantage we have is technology is really advanced. I mean, the programs out now that weren't available five or 10 years ago, they really allow us to do more things in less time. And would you be able to sort of share with us as well, you know, what your goals for the rest of 2018 are? Well, we can, yes. Uh, we, we have two major, uh, well, two or three major uh, efforts that we're going to put through this year. Uh, one deal is with expanding the borrower base significantly uh, through new uh, program, a new program that we're going to release. Uh, and uh, I think the other is the uh, way to make sure that we appreciate our lessees. So we're providing new programs that not just, that don't just stop when a person leases a vehicle, but uh, keeps them as part of our family after they release, after they lease it uh, to support them in, in a variety of different ways. I know it's a little vague, but intentionally so. Uh, so we, we, we had a couple recent launches, so for the rest of the year, it's important for us to see that uh, those uh, are working uh, the way we plan them. Uh, one uh, is uh, related to the rewards program, motor coin reward program that rewards the uh, lessees for uh, successful payments uh, in the way that they can benefit from accumulating more points towards um, uh, uh, more advantageous leases uh, and upgrade to new vehicles, all kinds of uh, rewards by uh, simply making on-time payments. Uh, so that was a big undertaking, uh, which is a very recent project. So we need to see that uh, rest of the year is really working properly. Lessees understand it. So in instead of coming up with a lot of new projects, I think it will be more focused on uh, doing the uh, marketing communication properly uh, so that both the dealers and the lessees uh, uh, are on board and they understand uh, all these different options that are available to them. Well, thank you so much, guys, for joining us today. Is there anything else you want to add before uh, we end this? Uh, just that we we uh, are very grateful to PowerSport Finance and the auto finance work that you all do. I think you've brought the industry much closer together, uh, raised great topics. What we brought out today, we share with a lot of the players in the industry. We have a board that we participate on with uh, major uh, competitors and uh, 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 other companies that we work with. Uh, to work together, and I think that's really important. I think getting information out, we share as much as we possibly can, because if we do a better job, everybody does a better job, and so we're very conscious of that.
Well, I know we certainly always appreciate talking to you guys. Uh, it's always very informative whenever we have the chance to connect, uh, especially today. So thank you so much for that. Thank you. Thank you.